Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss Ice Planet Barbarians, which is by Ruby Dixon and was originally published in 2015 as a self-published and then republished in 2021 by Berkeley, which is a subset of Penguin Random House. Um, and this happened after it gained popularity on TikTok. Uh, the plot is a group of women are stolen from Earth and then dumped on an unknown planet. Georgie is forced to look for help where she meets a resident of the planet, Vectal. Vectal's cooey begins to purr at the sight of Georgie, telling him that she's his mate. So, what'd you guys think of this one? Who are you addressing? Uh, which one would you like <laughs> to go first? <laughs> Does no one have a preference for going first? It was fine. <laughs> Before I start. Raging on okay, so aspects of it. And I want to be clear, just in case this is missed by anyone and they don't know what this book is about, this convert this episode will have a lot of discussion about sex. So if you're not comfortable listening to people about talking about sex, then you might want to skip this episode. Anyways. That was a good clarification because there are words that are gonna come up that yeah. Yeah. Even amongst us haven't <laughs> been discussed in great detail. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, it Okay, so I, I kind of have to break this book apart. Okay. Because um, it is a science fiction book. Yes. I love science fiction. Um, and as far as science fiction goes, it had a pretty generic bent to it. Um, so... It was clearly science fiction. It read like science fiction. I enjoy science fiction, but it was pretty... The sci-fi was not the point. It's clearly not the point and not, not, not great science fiction. But I mean, but not horrible science fiction. Um, the, 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 <laughs> the point was the sex with aliens, um, which, which fine. <laughs> fine whatever we'll we'll get into that i'm sure um as far as character development i actually thought it was fairly decent as far as character development it didn't try to overly develop all of these different characters there were quite a few diff different characters in there but they were kind of just left as 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 things in the background and we are focusing mainly on Two characters. Me. That, that's because there's 22 books in the series. Oh, and fuck each me. One... I am not reading No, 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 no. But each one focuses on different two characters. I've read these. No. I've read one. I, am I not knew. Two. I knew it was always going to be just one. Okay. Um, but as far as character development, I felt the two characters were very well. I gotta amend that. I don't think the male character was very well developed. Male character. Can you even call them male when yes. they're alien? Yes. Um, Apparently they only have two genders, so. Well, you know, <laughs> universe wide, there are only two. As I roll my eyes aggressively. She's being sarcastic. I just said, as I roll my eyes aggressively, I am being sarcastic because I believe there is actually n no genders. I think everybody is kind of just. Who they are. Who they are and gendered as, as they. Desire. Desire. And that, and it's, I don't even think it's a desire. I think it is just facts that yep. there is not binary in in gendering. I think everybody is a, somewhere on a spectrum. Yeah. Okay, so that was your rant about it. Yeah, Sarah. 
I just feel like I read Freedom's Landing again, <laughs> albeit with just more sex and much less attempt at plot. <laughs> There's actually another Anne McCaffrey book. It is it is one of her first books that hardly anybody knows anything about. It's actually one of the first ones I read of hers. It's called Restoray. And it is very similar to Restoray. Only Anne McCaffrey was trying to be ironic as she wrote it because it was a female stolen off of Earth. She was then taken to another planet where they made her into the ultimate female. They changed her skin tone so it was golden and they changed her eyes I can't remember what color, but, and they made her more voluptuous. It just, it, it was Anne McCaffrey's attempt at commentary. Taking the piss on, on, that's not a good phrase in America, um, of making fun of men's writing of women in science fiction. Um, this was very similar to that. Very, I, I was getting, I wanted to go find my restaurant book and read it because it would have been much better. And I wouldn't have had to have dealt with all the stupid sex. <laughs> I would like mm. to clarify, for those people who read it and enjoy the sex in it, that's perfectly fine. Yes! These two are... Are what? That's why I read books. Label me. Label me. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> are interesting. These two are interesting. Okay, we'll go with that. You good with that? Interesting? I guess. Okay. We'll I feel like it. that promises more than I can deliver, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So you felt like you were rereading Freedom's Landing, but yeah, with like more the sex. worse version. <laughs> and you were a big fan of Freedom's Landing. No. <laughs> so I guess you can imagine my feelings about this literature. Oh, don't, oh, don't use that word. It is not literature. <laughs> this literary marvel. <laughs> Let's not be insulting. <laughs> I mean, I can see why people would like it because there is a big market for that kind. It's like an alien bodice ripper. I mean, it's yeah, just, it, is. it is literally and easy to read. I mean, considering how much popular fan fiction is out there for any any particular fan, and there's always you know stories like rippers. That. It's it's just it's, it's called erotica. Popular. Yeah, yeah, erotica. Yeah. It's, it's a popular genre. Yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong to like it or anything. Do you know like there's that. there's oh. a group of books out there about women being kidnapped by um, Sasquatches? There's mm. another one about coronavirus. Ew. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole monster fuckers thing. Yeah, just yeah. People like, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, fine. this one writes one with dragons. Yeah, I think I saw you reading. I was like, oh, no, 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 that's a different author. Oh, okay. Sex between dragons and we've had this conversation. Am I in a Twilight Zone? You might be going through a time loop. I don't know. I know. We just keep getting reset each time. So <laughs> how would we know? Have we had this conversation? I mean, I don't remember talking yeah, about dragon oh, penises. So. Yeah. But again, I could swear you and I. Have had a conversation about okay. how is it physically possible between a, a human being and a dragon. I think I told you I was going to be reading The Dragon's Bride. Mm. And you asked me how it was possible. And I said, I don't know. I haven't read it yet. That could um, be it. And then this author also has a other series that is dragons and I think people. I don't know. I've not read it. Apparently it's very good too. People like it as much as they like this one, if not more so. Um, but I didn't want to ruin dragons for you guys. So I figured aliens <laughs> was a better <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is 
I would go back to Anne McCaffrey did it better. But anyway, I would also just like to say two things about this book. Yeah, yeah. really got to me. Okay. Uh, the first one happened early on. Okay. When she was like, her ears popped because the ship was moving faster. It's like acceleration doesn't make your ears pop. It's a preferred differential. And so if the pressure in your pressurized spaceship is changing so that your ear is popping, you are not in a good situation. <laughs> no, and she used this phrase twice. Yes. Like, I oh, she was probably just thinking about airplanes because airplanes are pressurized but cabinet. That's, that because has nothing it's to do the, with acceleration. They have to do with ascending through. Like what? Um, does she think all the air is getting pushed back? And so it's No, like I'm just making... saying she probably thought about taking off in an airplane and the sensations that she's familiar with and then applied those to a spaceship. Did not say that they are accurate. But that's sometimes that's the best you can do is you go okay. I'm familiar with this, so this She's is how I be. She's writing sci-fi. She could at least look up. Do your ears pop under acceleration? Because I double checked that myself, and <laughs> the answer is no. Unequivocally, maybe she was trying to emphasize pressure. I know she said accelerated, but it might have been also to emphasize the fact that they were leaving Earth's atmosphere. But their pressure should not be changing if they are in a pressurized vessel. Going into and a if vacuum. Going into space, they need to be in a pressurized ve- va- vessel or they're going to die. So like, are they about to die? We're also pressurized. And our ears pop. Not the same. <laughs> I just. Sorry, not I'm, the same. I'm, 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 I'm defending the logic of what might I say that. I know she was. Okay, so what was the second one? <laughs> oh, the tails. So claiming that Vectal says they don't have sex, like. Anally, from because behind. there's a tail. Yeah. Because it's like uh, most animals have tails and most of them, um, you know, mount each other from yeah. behind. Yeah. So maybe there are is she tails not familiar with like basic nature? <laughs> Could you not slam the book down on the table next to the microphone? I am right, sorry, one, listeners. That that one that one threw me for a loop, too. It was like, I was why, like what, why, the, why? what the fuck? But he seemed to be really ignorant of sex, period. Now, granted... He well, had had sex because yeah. there was no men. No, he had. had. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. That's right. He did have somebody. But there. I mean, you know. And it's impossible to imagine that the men would ever have sex with each other because this is true. <laughs> we can't address that. <laughs> I think it does eventually come up. Just not well, in, in this novel. It makes it sound like they can only have sex with ladies. so. Okay, so I'm slightly interested in Akumi causing a, 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 a homosexual. Not because I want to, to read endless homosexual sex because... I feel that most writers or, write it very poorly, but um, as opposed to I the female want, or the heterosexual sex scenes where the penis barely fits in the vagina. Well, okay. <laughs> most writers of erotica, and I say most, not all, are female. And most of them who try to write male on male sex do a very poor job. Of I mean, it. I have they, seen they, people. They, 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 they kind of just make it where one's more feminine than the other. And it's just like, uh, I don't think that's exactly how that works. But, um, she, Amber's just like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm looking at my own thing. I really didn't need you to look this up. I'm not going to read it. Up? Whether there's oh, a homoerotic right, right. story rather than a. So, where, I can't find the exact thing. So she does try to have diverse representation, both in body type and like skin colors and stuff. Um, so far, she's implied all the females are white. No, she's only described three of them. There are uh, Tiffany is black, if I remember correctly. Um, she would remember correctly. She would. <laughs> 
Um, I can't find anything. I think, I can't remember if it's two male characters or if it's two female characters, but I think there is or else she explained why she didn't do it, which is that she didn't feel that she could accurately represent it because okay. it wasn't her. If that's her n- well, she doesn't yeah. have to write a main story about it, but it, it's I, something I, that she could yeah. have had in the background. Yeah. I think there's some mention of it or explanation of it, but yeah, it's not a driving story in one of them. And I, I, I can't remember, but I think it's because she didn't feel that she could write it. She has said, yes, it is possible in the universe that she's created with this. Okay, so I respect that because yeah. she's acknowledging that the writing of this, particularly by yeah. females, is is very poorly done. Yeah, I still think it's a bit of a cop out though, because again, you don't have to write about it specifically, but you could just kind of imply that your society that you're creating allows I, for it, which we just haven't seen at least in the first. No, book. and we haven't seen it in the first book. I think it does come up in another book. Well, we must um, get human males on the planet eventually. No. Why would we need human males when there's all these sexy blue aliens? Oh, that's true. I about them. Oh, and then there's yeah. other aliens, too. Of course there are. Eventually. But, um, but yeah, it, it, so... Why the anti-human male? I mean, why don't they get... Re- I'm sorry. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. Okay. So, talking about this book... <laughs> okay, so... You said your two things. I've not even begun to express what I thought of it. <laughs> so, I picked this book. One, because I wanted to make these guys read something out of their comfort zone that was popular. You always make me read books outside my comfort zone. I wasn't uncomfortable with it. Okay. Um, I also thought it would just be hilarious to make these two read this. Um, but I do like it. I actually, like, the first time I read it, I consumed, like, six of these within like four you days. Did. I watched them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Damn, she is enjoying this series. <laughs> I was having a good time. Uh, I also I was thought that not... they were larger books though, so I was more like, wow, she's getting through these books fast. Yes. But they are shorter. Not having a good time in that aspect. <laughs> I would like to be clear. I know these are sex oriented books. I actually like the plot. Um like the sex is there. I read it. It's fine. Um, but I, I actually liked it because of the science fiction in it. I thought it's a great, like, stable, basic science fiction. If you're someone who doesn't normally read science fiction, obviously. But likes erotica. Be very clear. It is very erotic. Very. Yes. Very. Yes. Yeah, if you want easy but sci-fi like, without erotica, I mean. I'm going to say, even in the erotic sense, like, I tabbed. Yes, they're thinking about sex, but they only have six sexual encounters in this. Six Six in one book is a lot. Yeah, it's really on the book. uh, Yeah, it's for erotic. And he is eating her out. Oh. (laughs) We're not getting there yet. And Uh, I'm going to be clear that, like. I wanted to go there now. I'm going to give you time for that. (laughs) The other thing is, like. The sex in this is, like, pretty, like, straightforward missionary oral sex, women gratification. But, like, it's not, like, yes, the alien has unique anatomy, but, like, it's not. I'm sorry. Unique anatomy. He has got a dildo-shaped dick. I mean, if you're writing for female pleasure, you're going to. With ridges. You're going to write for female pleasure. The alien isn't designed to be a human man. But he is perfect. He's perfectly designed to gratify a f- human female. I mean, that if you're going to happen in nature, 
whether no, it's but this like it's it much more interesting if there's just like a fungal colony of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then that kind of falls under tentacle porn, doesn't it? So. <laughs> It's just a thing. Oh, I know. That's you, know I just... don't, you don't pull tentacle porn off the top of your yeah, head. Yeah, I didn't make that up. <laughs> yeah, that's the follow-up to The Dragon's Bride. I think the next one's The Kraken something. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the only time tentacle porn was funny was in Galaxy Quest. And that was hilarious. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> the tentacle stuff. The one, the one guy um, and the alien. That meet the up. lady? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they kind of come up from behind some equipment and she's got tentacles oh, all yeah, over yeah, it and then yeah. they drop down. That was funny because they're all just like, okay, and they turn and walk away. Clearly a reference to tentacle porn. Clearly. And hilarious. And hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I'm sorry, this is pretty vanilla sex in this. This yeah. is not like... Yeah other than they're blue aliens and and on an alien planet and yeah but even then like it's not like and the massive raping in the first 20 pages i forgot (laughs) this copy doesn't do the rape like it mentions it but like it doesn't discuss it like it just she gets attacked um oh really yeah the it doesn't say that she's raped repeatedly by multiple aliens nope they edited it out of this version okay just to be fair, it's because the author got feedback. A lot of people were like, I love this book, but that first part really makes me uncomfortable and cringy. Um, and so the author took the feedback yeah, and she removed it. It's rape. You shouldn't be like, oh, this is such an entertaining part of the and, book. And so the author took the feedback and went, okay, I don't need to include this. And she rewrote the scene so that it just mentions that she was attacked and traumatized. It doesn't go into any details as to what the attack is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like reading it. I was like, oh crap. I probably should have told them which version to get because then they wouldn't have gotten the weird rapey. It, I don't know. It wasn't... I mean, it's not it's explicit. Not it's not... It That's it's not included in the... Ver- it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. It's not in there for gratification of any sort. It just is like setting up dire consequences of why these aliens are something to be afraid of. Why they're not trying to befriend what people that have stolen them. Yeah. Oh, it was those two. Oh, I thought it was somebody else on the other side. No. Um, but yeah, in the published by Random House version through Berkeley, it does not include discussion. Gang rape. Yeah, okay, gang cool. rape. Yeah, they removed that. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, I was like, oh. And when I saw which version you were picking up at the library, I was like, well, I can't do much about that. And she's going to get the older version. <laughs> I know. It's not glorifying it, so. Yeah. It didn't glorify it. No. However, it, it, it kind of, to me, implied a future um, Golden Dick fixes all problems that is, I No, think that very... character dies. Oh. Yeah, she she goes. Did she, she die in the She's the one that's frozen. Yeah, she was the one that was frozen. Okay. She ran out. Okay. So, yeah, no, there's no Golden okay. Dick fixing. She she died. She okay. froze to death. Okay. Um, the author at least recognized that Okay, she she cool. had to set up stakes, but she didn't have to repair those stakes. She recognized that the trauma was too much for the character and had the character killed. Okay, cool. So, um, and, and that's the thing I'll say. I know you guys are like, talking about it's generic sci-fi and stuff. I think this writer actually is a very good writer. Oh, I, I don't dispute that. She is a very good writer. As I said, she well-developed characters, developed yeah. characters. Thought well. out. Yeah, I'm trying to construct that sentence in my head and I can't. Um, 
And it is clearly science fiction, so it's yeah. clearly written a certain way, because science fiction has its... And you guys haven't read the other ones. It does actually, like, she sets up things in this one that will happen in the future ones in terms of the story. So, like, the spaceship becomes a more prominent thing. More um, and the discussion of the different animals and the caves and the different characters. And I mentioned this. The one thing that I actually like really good about these books is you meet the first character, Georgie. You go through and you get to know her and you've been introduced to these side characters. And the other females don't pay, play a big role. But as you start to wind down on Georgie and Bechtel, like having their meeting, they finally come together. They have no more conflict. It then starts to introduce the conflict for the next book, which is that Liz gets taken. And the next book is then from Liz. Then what happens is Liz's situation happens. She eventually falls. Did Liz get taken in this book? Yes, yeah. at the very end. After they got the wormy thingy. Symbiote. Got taken by whom? Um, the, the one Oh, oh, by one of the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so their storyline will play out. And just as that finally gets resolved, we then get to learn more so about Kira. So we get Stockholm Syndrome in the next book. Oh, yeah. But Liz handles it beautifully. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really agree with this idea that this is good writing, but... <laughs> It honestly, like, it reminded me of Zodiac Academy style writing, where it just feels unpolished and not very, just kind of amateurish, I guess. Well, it's self-published. Yeah. I would say it's better than a lot of self-published I've read. I was going to say, we've read worse writers. Yes. That were published. I would say that this writing was fine. I would not say that it was good writing or that any of the characters were particularly well developed. At least to me, they just very... Bland main character, bland love interest, generic side characters, generic planet, generic everything. I okay. it just felt very basic to me. Yeah. I I would not say that it was good writing. <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear since yeah, you're no, no, it's, it's no, it's very everything is not right to their opinion. Yeah, always. Um, but I, given the context of the type, okay, of- so, okay, so I'll clarify for an erotic book. It is decently developed. Well, I don't have much experience with erotic fiction besides fan fiction, in which case I've read a lot of that, but... <laughs> and this is better than that. Even though this started in fan fiction. Well, I've definitely no, read a lot of fan fiction. fiction. You said it was fan fiction. N- no. Oh my god. Self-published. Self-published. Okay. Yeah. No, and I've, d- I've definitely read a lot better fanfic, but... Um, You've also read a lot worse fanfic. Yeah, I've also read worse published books. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just... Yeah. It was adequate, not great. I mean, I I, I very much realized that you were not going to love this. I went into it knowing that you were not going to love it. I knew Kim wasn't going to love I'm it. I'm surprised they had six sexual encounters, because honestly, after, like, the first one, I just... Yeah, I, I tapped them. Started skipping wildly. All the... She's actually got it color-coded. It's it, it's it's a... Show her your little card. I am. Oh my god. She's got a little card so yeah. that she could defend uh, against us. Hot, spicy, sci-fi, cute. Okay, so look at the colors. Now look at the, her color. Now, I, I don't know that I agree with what she signifies as plot. Um, okay, fine. Let's see here. Random <laughs> plot. <laughs> Random plot. I'm just surprised that there's anything cute. Uh, there wasn't a lot, but there was a couple. I mean, and it I wasn't, like, cute, cute, but, like, I thought it was kind of adorable. Cute. There, there so, was oh, I didn't mean to actually pull up on this one, but actually this um, was both plot and science fiction. So, that catches my attention. Symbiont? The definition for a symbiont is an organism that lives in a symbiosis with another organism. 
I started to get creeped out. Wait, Vectal has an organism in him? This planet has an element in its atmosphere that is toxic to humankind and also to uh, suck. It is a gas element similar to the nitrogen that has not yet been discovered by humans, as it does not exist in any form on Earth. Your body is not equipped to filter it out of the air. Once you reach toxic levels of the element, your body will slowly shut down. The sock at your side exists in mutualistic symbiosis with a creature they refer to as a cooey. So you, you randomly picked that one. I did. I really did. <laughs> I did not mean okay. to pick that one, but I did randomly pick that one. Okay. So, <laughs> so whilst, yes, that is a the plot truth. development, the, 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 the uh, how do I even delve <laughs> into this? The statistical chances of a random crash on a random planet okay, in I the vastness say... of the universe where that planet is specifically designed and that we know of at this point has no sentient living creatures on it. It does have living creatures on it. They are there. Um, it actually does have sentient creatures. They just don't come up in this. You can't use that as a defense of a book I, we've only read now. You've done you, it you every really, point we've made. But, but, say, but it comes up in the future. Fine, but we're not in the future. We're in this No, book. but that's because so, it's done. All knowing in this book. But listen. Okay. So they, <laughs> they land on this planet. Uh-huh. And they have a week. Uh-huh. Now, granted, we didn't get into the whole how long does a week last on this planet, but whatever. Uh, longer, actually. They did explain in that exact same area, the um, ship explained the how long the day is and how long the of year landing is. It wasn't a total random planet either. The aliens were like dropping them there because they knew that they would survive long enough to get picked And out. the people who crashed, they picked a planet that was safe for them to crash on because they had a system that was strong enough to... like. And yet this planet had something on it that enabled random creatures that landed on it. To then adapt to that planet. That maybe is they were, true, yeah. With the, maybe the, they were the doing research With beforehand. the original settlers 287 years ago, who have somehow lost all their culture and all memory of crashing there despite yeah, being long Yeah, 287 lived. years is a very limited amount of time. Yeah, and very it's like, limited. even by word and of this, mouth, you would remember and things. And this, this... But this, our culture is very different than 287 years ago. Also, inbred, too, because like there were 60-something yes. of them and a lot yes. died. Oh, but other than the cooey, you know, makes it so that they do optimal breeding. The cooey, which like <laughs> it how lives in the That's heart. What I want to know how did they discover this? And I'm sure apparently I know I don't know. I've not read that far. Okay. Yeah, they just happen to kill a giant creature and cut up its, its stomach, find these worms, and be like, I bet this would look great in yeah. my bloodstream. And <laughs> so, the, oh look. I'm surviving while the rest of you are dying. Let's do it to everybody else, too. And then we have to go out and hunt these things that are super hard to hunt. Every time they have a baby, which it's like, it's it, they, she says it's and genetically really... changing them. So yeah. genetic changes are going to pass down onto the mm. offspring. Mm. Yes. And also, how does the cooey, does it see through the eyes of the person that it's in? Because how would it know when it's, <laughs> like, Vectal is near Georgie. She doesn't have a cooey. So even if it, like, broadcasts some sort of cooey signal, which it doesn't, it's like, how would he have any sort of feelings through his little heartworm? The heartworm like, knows that she's the ultimate mate. I don't know how. Well, I mean, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, we're waiting on you now because <laughs> you're practically, 
I how, can't tell if you're red with rage or, or pale with rage, but you're like... How can I both be pale I and red? I know, you look the same color cheek. as usual to me. It's kind of like rubbing your, your face. Your cheeks are red, but your face is pale. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are two different things. Anyway, go ahead. Um. Okay, okay. Don't bring up future books. No. I wasn't. I was going to be like, have you guys never studied any symbiotic relationships and how they work? Both in terms, like, uh, like particularly in the sea. Yes. They live in the same place. You cannot develop a symbiosis of two creatures Listen. that do not develop together. Marvel says the, otherwise. I don't give a fuck what Marvel <laughs> says. That is the essence of symbiosis. And she clearly says that it's genetically changed, which isn't normal. Like, normally the symbiont just lives with the other creature. Yeah. It's not making genetic changes to its code that's going to result in a bunch of cancer. So, I'm sorry, your argument totally went flat when you went with that. Have you not Have you not studied symbiosis? I, Obviously, I've studied symbiosis. It requires... Actually, I haven't studied symbiosis, but I know of symbiosis. I don't want to pretend like I know more about this than I do. But it requires that these two creatures develop at the same time in the same location. Okay, then... Ugh, fuck. What's the word I want? <sighs> I can't think of the word. So I'm just gonna keep going, because I... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Go. Um, I... That... What is my argument here? My brain just like it's okay. I'm flopped. sorry. I'm sorry. It flopped. It like I would have just accepted it more easily if it was like this magical glowing light thing that they pulled out of the creature and just like where dissolved I, into them. Where have I seen that? And they're like I magical. I've seen it. Somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> it's like if it had been something like that, but no, it was a worm that again. And then she mentioned that it was genetically changing them, which I was like, nah, yeah. How do you even have the same DNA? Yeah, like you might not yeah. even have the same face. Amino acids. Oh, well, there's right? that that theory in science fiction that everything has the same hey! base amino acids, but but okay. After a nice little cat interruption, but I would I would take this story more along the lines of fantasy science fiction. And if if, yeah. and if it was that, if we were having that discussion instead of the science fiction discussion, then I would be like, fine, it's fantasy science fiction, and we're just gonna we're gonna take all science out of the the science fiction. It. This we're we're going to put it in space and it's fantasy. It, this is this is soft sci-fi. It, it's, it, yeah. I wouldn't even call it soft sci-fi. It, I would call it fantasy science fiction. But it, it's fine. That's what soft sci-fi is. <sighs> okay. I'm, I'm not going to Why don't we fake. just say fantasy in space? Fantasy in space works oh, for me too. Soft sci-fi. Oh do I have to look up sci soft no, sci-fi no, again? No, you don't need to do that again. No, we do not need those definitions provided for us again. Okay. I, I, I'm not disputing it. Listen, it's not like, this is not being written by someone who has a high level of understanding of science fiction, but it's clearly read enough science fiction that, like, pulled elements from other writing. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> okay, don't, don't get mad and defensive, okay? We, we... No, I'm, I'm, it feels like you guys are critiquing it on this level, and this, this isn't a book that that's, that, that level is four. And then, yes, you guys turn around and go, it's just erotica. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't have a story to it. It doesn't have some development to I've it. I said that. There is something that the the author is Sarah clearly... Sarah disagrees. I know Sarah and, disagrees. And Sarah has the right to disagree. I know. I know. I'm not even following the conversation. I know. Right. Right. I'm not sure what's being argued at this point. <laughs> I'm defending you. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But it's just... 
guys are mad. It has science no, fiction. In it. I, is it I'm the best not, written science fiction? No. I am not mad at the book. Okay. I read it. I read it through and through. I probably, I, just, I, I don't judge remember if I... by like the same general standards. I know, your standards are very it's, high. <laughs> not even high, it's just, I don't know. Your standards are very high. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it, it, yeah. But, but interestingly, you don't really like a lot of literature that I've seen. No, she doesn't like, like literature. Right. So you, you have literary standards, but don't like literature. <laughs> it's just not very interesting. It depends on the literature. And I'm not interested in, oh, what's the word for it? Analysis, like finding meaning and secondary stuff. It's like, no, just tell me a story. I don't need all that other stuff. Yeah. Which is what the literature stuff is always. At least no, that's what school teachers off that's from what schools make it about exactly. instead of hey here's a little So that's what turned me off yeah. regular literature yeah. is. I mean I read like War and Peace and that was fine. I haven't read War and Peace. Have you read Count of Monte Cristo? No. I don't believe so. It's really good. It's one of my it's one of I the always, ones I, I dumped on the kids. I always get that one confused and I don't know why because I do not think they're in any way related, but to the I think it's the cask of Amontillado or whatever. The guy who gets bricked up in the basement. That's Poe. Yeah, yeah. So, but whenever I hear Monte Count Christ- of yeah, Monte yeah. Cristo, that's Zuma. the story I always think of. Gets bricked up. Yeah. He kind of gets bricked up. He gets sent to prison on an island. So. And then escapes. It's really good. So the simple. <laughs> Sorry, we went off <laughs> Poor Amber's losing her shit over here. Okay, so now the sex. Oh, God. Okay. She seems to have a breeding kink. Yes, unequivocally. Like, yeah. That that was, I, I that was that's me... like the driving factor in all of this. So, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a lot of talk about babies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah does not have a breeding kink. What happens if this, this mutant baby between these two completely separate species It'll be fine. eats for... its way out of the womb? <laughs> and that's. <laughs> Like that's how they're born. That would be so good. That's, yeah. that's not how they're born. Oh. Well, one would assume we're all supposed to be a very different series. <laughs> but I, I can find you okay, a series about I'm that. Sorry. Okay, let's talk about reality here. You're unconscious. And you wake up, and there is a blue man. What do you call it? Come, come, I can't say <laughs> Eating on. you out. Eating you out, because I hate that phrase as much as I hate the other one. Um, I, I don't know. And you're like, pleasuring oh, yeah, you? baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Keep going. Really? Really? She really? She really? That foot is going in that face. Or oh, no. my God. At least back your ass up across the fucking room. Hello? Who the fuck are you and why? <laughs> why is that hello for you? She wasn't like, oh, baby, oh, baby. No, she was like, I should be panicking. You know, this but is I'm a, not going to panic because it feels good. How is that not, this is oh baby, not, oh baby? This is not the worst situation I've been in in the last 48 hours. Let's just go with it. I, no. 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 So many no's, I can't even. For somebody else, that is appetizing. I, we're not going to comment on what people might like that. I'm not talking about whether a reader would like it or not. I am talking about the reaction of the character. Uh, oh. 
We are rendered to speechlessness. Have you ever known Amberly and I to be rendered to absolute speechlessness? She's 22, has been taken into space, witnessed someone being raped. So, like, I, I, you know, I don't know that we can so really... let me spread my legs for you. And, and yes, I do believe it comes up that she spreads them wider so he can get in further. <laughs> I dropped this on myself. You did! You did! Did you think I was going to go into this and do, oh. No, I did not. Okay. Don't get No, I'm not getting mad. I don't. I, I don't think we can safely assess what a carrot person actually do this. It's not a situation that typically comes up. I mean, I guess if you've been typically so like ever, that you like don't ever. know what's going on. What's that? If you've been so concussed that you don't know what's going on and can't really move. <laughs> well, I don't I think they call but it I, rape. But. Okay. <laughs> Moving beyond the weird interaction at the very beginning, okay, yes, that's awkward. It's a weird character setup. I would say Georgie then stays consistent with that throughout the entire thing. So, like, the character stays the same. Um, just a weird character. Georgie is a weird character. I thought you said she had development throughout the book, though. She does have development, but, like, she's not... She has consistency with marginal development. She accepts the fact I that she's feel like you guys are like, oh yeah, there was good character development throughout this book, and now it's she's consistent. No, there I, is development. There also. is development. She does have to come to terms with. <laughs> oh, you're waving at Leiden. Yeah, she's more interested in the conversation. I know. Georgie does like change, progress. But, like, in terms of how she handles situations, they are consistent. This is a woman who walked up to the water initially and was just like, I'm just going to drink alien water and see what happens. Oh, God, don't even get me started on that. You know, she chose to walk out of a spaceship into the freezing by herself. How that the snow is made of, I guess, H2O and not methane? The point is, this woman... I was about to say, not methane. (laughs) Which planet is it that has nothing? No, there is one. I can't remember. I think it's one of the uh, uh, moons of Jupiter. There's a lot of them, so it could be. Yeah. Statistically anyway. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> Sorry, you you brought a science fiction book. Honestly, I thought, oh, you guys will like the science fiction in this. Apparently, no. It's not to your high standards. I must remember that you guys loved Dune. Like, if you just put random crap down, I'd be like, it's space. Dune was really good. (laughs) (laughs) What I was saying is she consistently makes weird choices. The author of the character. Yes. Okay. Because the author did write the character anyway. Go ahead. I mean, that is true. Okay, moving on to the next. <laughs> oh, don't give me sex. Sex. I'm not. I'm okay. just like, I, I, I don't, I can't, sex I have nothing more to say. Strange. But, um, I, is her hair frozen in that picture? No. Uh, yeah, it has icicles coming off of it. I think it's in reference to the scene when she gets, she washes her hair and then she talks about oh, how it gets okay. frozen. I used to, um, wash my hair every morning and in the winter I would go out to catch the bus and my hair would be frozen. So that was accurate. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I actually remembered my hair freezing when I would stand out at the bus stop. Okay, so that was accurate. That science was accurate. That does happen when you're cold <laughs> enough. But and your hair is wet. Yeah, apply that to this planet. Did you like the Star Wars reference in it? Was there a Star Wars reference in it? There was. I feel like there was, but I also read Stuck With You afterwards, which had multiple Star Wars references. So I'm going to need a... Oh, not Hoth. That's yeah. right. They called it Hoth. not Hoth. Yeah, not, not Hoth. Hoth. Yeah. yeah. I remember that now. No. And yeah. I think she might have made a different reference, too. Yeah, they made a couple of references. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, they... Okay. I mean, if I was abandoned on a planet... What? The wolves are outside. <laughs> That's uh, being oh. possessive, possessive of somebody. something. Okay. We might have to intervene. Dove, enough! Um, I can't remember what I was saying now. I think that was actually the cute things that I marked. Oh, she does mention maybe she has Stockholm Syndrome. She did at one point consider that maybe that was her response to him. Um, that would not be Stockholm Syndrome, but that's okay. I, I just went, she doesn't want Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Amber's mad. No, I'm just moving on. Um, I apparently did not mark the Star Wars references. I thought I had. Yeah, I feel like they were earlier in the book. They yeah. were. I mean, she did say not Hoth a little later, but... Yeah, because that's what I... they, they call the planet is yeah. not Hoth. Yeah. Um, I did like the fact that the cootie was also... One of them thought it was a cute cootie. I thought that was kind of a cute play on words. Yeah. He has cooties. They gotta get the cooties from their lives. I don't know. I've run out of things to say. I don't. <laughs> okay. I came prepared, but both the two of you, it's it's <laughs> just like like being beat over the head with a blunted object um, until there are no longer thoughts in my head. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. So, any other comments, quotes, we didn't anything? We talked about the alien at all, whether we liked him as a character. I didn't I think you like did. I protect you know, I'm gonna be all mommy about this entire situation. I didn't think you wanted to talk about him. You said he had no character development. He was just a sex toy. I mean, he literally was a sex toy. I mean, he was. He was ribbed for her pleasure. He was literally. <laughs> I like Vectel. I think he's sweet. I think, honestly, like if a he was a representation of what should be, like, the bare minimum requirements in a man. I, I can agree with that. And I think that was a nice, like, nice way to represent him. Is is he was focused on her needs and trying to help her while still trying to be practical. Offering her up the basics. Hall, you know, shelter, food. Orgasm before he reaches it. Multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, most of those parts. All <laughs> night long. Anyway. Um, no, there was no all night long. Mm. It was quick, rapid, intense, and they were done. Um, the other one was all night long. I don't remember. So, you know, I, I liked Vectal. I, I thought it was... I thought he was sweet. Yeah. I could get why Georgie fell for him. Like, even if he was an alien. I, I just don't know. I, I mean, Like you said, this is not a circumstance where, you know, we can... <laughs> They have any basis of reality. Um, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know if I found a sweet alien not referencing any of the sexual components of it. <laughs> Just to cut you off there now by the look on your face. Who I could actually bond with and like was going to take care of me. He's got they've got better odds of getting with me than a human male at this point. Um all defense of all human males. I mean, you, 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 if, if I say anything that is rope remotely putting down any member of, of, of human society, you immediately come I to know. your fence, but you just threw every man on this planet, literally every no. man on this planet no. under the bus. No, I, I said the alien has better odds. The alien has better odds. Than every man on this planet. What about the ones in the space space, space station? No, not those aliens. This alien. Not not those aliens. I, I said a sweet ISS, since she keeps saying on the server. If they're sweet, sure. <laughs> anyway. My experience is that this is not someone you would typically find. So that's convenient. It's a nice escapism. And that's it really it what is. erotica no, is, is an escapism. Yes. That's what most reading is. I would is. say that erotica is not escapism. I would say that it's erotica fantasy. is is it's a, it's, is gratification. I, I But I mean something's not gratifying in life, or yeah, you need yeah. a little extra gratification, or you like the plot. Yeah. I I like the plot. Okay. <laughs> Which makes me sound like I watch like like pornographies for the plot. I don't watch <laughs> pornographies. But like I, I actually liked the reason I kept reading this is I was actually intrigued by the characters. I was intrigued by the world building, by the situation. I eventually stopped reading them because I got to about six or seven. It was like, okay, be, you know, pairing off. Then the male or significant other traps them away by themselves so they can grow closer. And then they come back in. And I got tired of the fact that we weren't actually doing any world developing. So I stopped reading them. Um, but I like them. They're cute. They're easy reads. I can understand why it became so popular on TikTok. Oh, well, I think you got to put it in um, perspective of so popular on TikTok during COVID and people were trapped. And, and it was on Kindle Unlimited. So you were paying $10 a month. You can consume 22 books yeah, yeah. in a month oh, for $10. The, the point would be that I don't know that this would have had the same impact outside of 2020. And well, and that's the thing is the yeah. author wrote it in 2015 because she in here it actually says, let me find it here. Um, she says, hello there. What a wild ride this has been. I'm so thrilled to be working with Penguin Random House to make a special edition of Ice Planet Barbarians. As the series has taken off and become more popular, one of the things I'm asked about the most is if I am doing a special edition. I've been asked to do a fancy one for collectors. I've been asked to do books without all the half-naked men on the cover so they could be read relatively stealthily. I also, strangely, been asked to do a completely chasset version of the books. And while I don't plan on writing Ice Planet books where everyone just holds hands and stares longingly off into the sunset, <laughs> and that's like, it, I, would read them if that was the I hope this read. fulfills your special edition needs. So, um... It was late 2014 and I had started the Ruby Dixon pen name so I could dip into uncharted ebook territories. No holds barred. At that point, I had been gone with Menage Bikers, because why the fuck not? And I was burned out on them. I don't know. Can we do this quickly? Uh, yeah. So, but, but yeah, she, she never expected this. She just, she wanted to write and she said, I wanted to write a science fiction romance. She loves science fiction. 
that's yeah. what she was aiming for. She she yeah. wanted to try out ebooks, and then yes, COVID hit. It published in two thousand fifteen, yeah. or she put them out in two thousand fifteen, wrote them, and then suddenly they were big, and she, she was like, "Why?" It's cool for her. Yeah. You know, Self publishing is taking such a, 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 a unusual turn in the world, and and I think it's cool. There's a lot of really good writers out there that couldn't get published because their particular book the publishing companies didn't think it would sell so yeah. why would i pay for this science fiction doesn't sell yeah. and then you get andy weir and he's writing some of the greatest science fiction written in decades well and and, and you're getting soft science fiction as yeah. you call it it's getting a bit more attention because it's self-published and people are noticing it but the, you definitely have to put it in the realm of even self-published Without COVID, without people yeah. being trapped with nothing to do, possibly even very much alone and not having a sexual partner there, this is well, going to provide and it was on stimulation Kindle Unlimited. for people, right? And and that's a really big thing is is the idea that people had easy access to books mm-hmm. as long as you were paying ten dollars to Amazon, yeah. um, you were reading any Kindle Unlimited book. And it's not costing you extra. And so these authors have started putting their books on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. And they get paid by the page. So you read a page. And every time you read a page, they get a portion of that money until you return I the book. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no wonder these fucking books are so fucking long. <laughs> these books aren't long. They're not no, long. No, I'm not talking about these. I'm talking about some of the other books that we have read yeah. that are 7,000 pages Those ones long. aren't on Kindle Unlimited. Well, those ones, they just don't know. Zodiac <laughs> Academy is on Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> She's big books. They are. Yeah, She's sisters. Um, anyways, but yeah, so it, it, it definitely is the perfect storm where self-publishing hit the next yeah. step. Yeah. And at the same time, the big thing is, is currently... Traditional publishing is losing its value because the, um, the, uh, what's it called? When they give them money before the publishing. Um, God. Like not a contract? No, no, it's, no, it's, no, no, no. it's, it's like, signing bonus? Yeah. yeah. yeah those are, it. those are shrinking. They're making those less and less and less and less. Yeah. Um, it used to be that, that the idea was that amount was a livable wage. So that you could write your book. Right. Well, now it's no longer a livable wage. They're giving you like five hundred dollars. Yeah, but they Isn't want it like your book for a two-year period or something. Yeah, Stop dogs. yeah. It's 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 not. Okay, I'm concerned they're into okay, something. I'm now. gonna pause. Okay, now that we got distracted by dogs, so I think we're good to start heading into ratings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I would oh. just like to say that at the very least, Georgie's decision to stay. Makes a lot of sense when she's from Florida. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? <laughs> Why would you want to stay in Florida when you could go literally anywhere else? Okay, okay, okay. So I it was, was a bash on Florida. Florida. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, okay. And like the other one came from Oklahoma, so I'm like, yeah. Brian wants to stay too. <laughs> so yes, now I'm actually out of the ratings. <laughs> no reflection on anybody who lives in Oklahoma or Florida. My condolences. So the first rating is how exciting! How exciting, Sarah! How exciting! I give it three, apparently. Okay, Kim. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go three point two five. Okay, 
I gave it, I mean, I read it quickly the first time. So my first time I'd probably say a five, but I think this time I'd bump it down to a four, but I like consumed it the first time. Um, ease of reading. I gave it a five when I wrote this. <laughs> I don't know if I want it because I gave the other one a four because I was annoyed by the sexual stuff and there was much less of it in that one. But it was much shorter. It was like, it was a higher ratio of sex to content. Oh, and there was that one scene that I didn't like. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just keep this at a five. Five, okay. I also skipped over all the sex scenes, so what else? Okay. It was a five, it's easy to read. Yeah, yeah, five for me too, it's easy to read. Then emotional reaction. Emotional reaction, I gave it a 2.5. A 2.5. Okay, Kim? I would say probably a 2.5 also <laughs> because there were aspects of it that I was just like, that that that's just that's just not how science works. And it, that was irritating to me. I would give it a probably hmm, emotional reaction. Now I would probably say a 3. Probably originally it would have been a 4. Um must add some sort of reaction because you continued on. It was easy. It was fun to read. But not emotionally driven. No, it wasn't emotionally driven. I, I was curious. I was honestly curious about how she was going to develop not Hawks. Um, I, I wanted to know how the science fiction worked in this. Um, that was honestly the driving factor for me. And then I did like how she set it up where you meet the character you have the coupling interactions in terms of whatever their storyline is that they have to overcome in order to succeed as a couple. And then you have the introduction to the next character. And there's just enough introduction that I wanted to then know what, what happens to that character. And, and it feeds that way. Every single book, that's the format that's being used. And it's an easy format and allows you to know what you're going to be reading. Mm -hmm. And it worked. So I'm going to say four. So, Kim, what was your overall rating then? Probably a three. Okay. That is what you gave it on Goodreads. I don't remember. I gave it a two. A two? Okay. I gave it a four. It's not a five-star read. I'm not even going to pretend it's a five-star read. Good, because we would have to then listen to Sarah talk about, about how, yeah. Where, where, where did you cry? Tell me which, which line you cry over, because no. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know that every five needs her to cry. It's just, if she cries, she better give it a damn five. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I, I would say overall it's a four for me. Um, this I don't know how to say this, so I'm just going to say it. It's not the best erotica that I've ever read, but it's the best science fiction romance I've ever read. Yeah, it's it's definitely, yeah, not the best erotica ever written, just because. It's it's how, standard. How it, yeah, anyway, it's just, I won't go again. I'll yeah, go. yeah, just, just. I feel like Perrin had better romances than that. Really? I agree. I think it's the same. I, yeah. Anyways, we're not discussing Pern. We're not just reading Pern. Because the last time you guys read Anne McAfee, you were like, oh, there really isn't too much to say about this. And you because said- Because you chose a boring series. I, not even a single dragon in it. I offered to read Acornia. I, I don't know if that has dragons in it, but I don't <laughs> It does not. It, has it, has it does not. It doesn't have time travel. It has a it little girl beautiful. Red. So why? <laughs> what, I mean, we could have done the ship this. Who's saying? I haven't read it yet, and I would love to read it. Mm, that one's interesting. Yeah. It's one of the ones that she's most beloved for. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast if we did. 
didn't discuss burn. <laughs> Actually, we've had a fair amount of times without needing oh, no, to bring I up could, Anne McCaffrey and Pern. I should definitely go back and re-record. <laughs> I mean, I trust me, I'm the one who listens to every single episode. <laughs> anyway, I listen to every single episode also. Okay. I listen to a single one. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Isn't she the perfect combination of I love you and I hate you at the same time? I wish she loved me more. (laughs) She doesn't love anybody more.